Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Other times you need a deeper understanding of what's going on. The Rundown Podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. After 118 days on strike, the longest in the union's history, the negotiating committee for SAG-AFTRA reached a deal this week with Hollywood Studios. SAG-AFTRA represents 160,000 TV and film actors, and those members must still give their approval to the agreement. Back in September, we talked with local SAG-AFTRA members about the strike, and now that it's finally over, we're checking back in to learn more about the process and what they won. We spoke with Charles Andrew Gardner, the president of Chicago's local chapter of the union, and I started off by asking him what the deal means to him personally. Here's Charles. Reaching this deal for me uh, means that, one, I get to return back to auditions. Uh, I get to return back to what uh, a main part of my passion um, as an actor individually, but then also as a leader, um, it, it, it changes my overall message. My, the overall message for the past four months for us, six months for the, the entertainment industry at large, has been hold on, have faith remain steadfast on the line. And now it's, okay, dust off those chops. Let's get back to work. Yeah. So it, it's a completely different world, uh, and this is the world that I love to be in. I love for uh, my fellow artists to have the opportunity to pursue our dreams and our passions. And pre-strike, I mean, auditions, how, how often was that a part of your routine? Oh, a couple of days, you know. Per every, week? Yeah, per week, uh, you know. Constantly shows. sending out tapes. And, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So this negotiation and strike, as we've talked about, it went on for months. I mean, do you have a sense of what it was that finally shifted this week to be able to reach the deal? I think it's just time and, and, and consistency, you know, um, and I think it's awesome leadership. Um, you know, I am when I see Fran go, uh, I'm not on. Let me say first, I'm not on the negotiating committee, so I wasn't in those rooms. OK, but when I see Fran, when I see Duncan uh, negotiating and talking about negotiating and just seeing their fearlessness and seeing their drive and seeing their commitment to members. Yeah, and uh, you're talking about Fran Drescher, who's, of course, the president yes. of SAG-AFTRA and uh, Duncan Crabtree, Ireland, the, the national executive director and chief negotiator. Yes, yes. Um, if you look at their videos, if you look at their interviews, they knew that they could not back down, not only for our membership, but also for labor and also for, um, you know, what's going to happen over the next couple of years with AI and what's going to happen with streaming. And so I, I think it was just their steadfastness and, and their determination yeah. that ultimately turned this around. So today the National Board is going to be reviewing the deal yes. that the union struck with the studios. Do you know what the next step is? Yeah, so the next step, uh, once uh, hopefully the the National Board reviews that uh, and votes it up, then after that, the the um, contract goes for ratification to the 160,000 uh, members uh, of, of the union. So what details can you share with us at this point, Charles, just based on, on what you know? 
At this point, yeah. pretty much anything else that have already come out, right? So uh, we've got some really great gains uh, for our contracts, mm-hmm. uh, for our, our, our rates, our minimum rates. Um, so compensations. Uh, compensations are going up. Taken care of, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, contributions to our pension and health plan are going up. Uh, and protections around AI uh, are put in place. Um, until, and so folks understand, in case they hadn't been following too closely, mm-hmm. um, what was the, the challenge there? What, what were we looking for as far as uh, artificial intelligence? We just couldn't come to a, a common ground. Uh, you know, I think that the studios wanted to, you know, be loose and free with where technology was going to go. And, and what's the concern then for the actors? Then we lose control over our likeness. Then, you know, at any point, uh, AI can replicate us and then we don't get to sign off on on how our image and how our likeness is used. And that is extremely problematic because uh, a large part of the way um, actors, union actors are paid Mm -hmm. uh, is off of our uh, exposure and our likeness. Uh, and so if, if that we lose control over that, we lose how we are ultimately compensated. Yeah. So SAG-AFTRA started striking in July mm-hmm. and joined writers who had already been on strike for several months. Mm-hmm. Now, the Writers Guild of America reached a deal at the end of September. Anything you learned from watching their process, Charles? They were just so determined. And there, in Chicago at least, there were so fewer members. Um, then, of the Writers Guild? Of the Writers Guild uh, than, than we have here in Chicago. Uh, and, and they were just constantly on the line. And they were constantly fighting for their right to have a fair contract. And they weren't um, deterred by the studios not meeting their their demands they weren't deterred by you know the studios cutting down trees in in LA to to get rid of shade they weren't deterred by you know outrageous comments from the higher ups of those studios they were resilient and to just see that and to see them go without fear was just so inspiring as we started on our journey and as we continued on Absolutely. Well, I mean, the writer's strike ended a little more than a month ago. Mm-hmm. So how has it been since then? They've still been on the line with us. I mean, you know, until until we just broke, uh, you know, two days ago, they were still out there with just us. Just in solidarity. In solidarity. And then that's been the, um, the, the rallying cry from all of the unions, you know, and the people who aren't even striking, you know, who who their contract was already approved. Uh, approved, excuse me. Mm-hmm. They were still on the lines with us. You know, so I, I'm. And this is one of the, the the reasons that I'm so excited about this moment in in history, and not just that our deal got approved, but that we learned how strong the labor unions of this entertainment industry is, uh, and we learned that we are so much stronger together, uh, and and that. Um, we got a, a lot of power in in this in this this fight. So um, when you speak up, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago, SAG-AFTRA asked its members not to dress in Halloween costumes that would promote the work of Struck Studios, encouraging yep. members to instead quote dress up as characters from non-Struck content, like an animated TV show. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it was later walked back. So, did you receive any pushback after the Halloween guidance? I didn't personally receive any any pushback. Um, you know, people people like to dress up. People like to celebrate 
in in whatever way they want to dress in their favorite characters, they, right, and so forth. Uh, so these dueling strikes, as as folks have been been calling them, right? Uh, we know they impacted a lot of people, Charles. Yeah. More than two million Americans work in jobs that are directly or indirectly related to making TV shows mm-hmm. and films. I, I mean, what will it be like to finally have productions in motion again? Yeah, I, I think we're all ready for it. You know, because I'm thinking of the makeup artists, yeah. the set builders, mm-hmm. the location scouts, mm-hmm. the casting director. You know, all the crew. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, many were also out there in solidarity. Yeah. With you folks. And I think that one of one of the things that that was constantly on my heart during this strike, um, actors. We, I've said this in a couple of speeches. We're we're built to wait. You know, as we audition, we wait and see, you know, if we're going to book the role. And if we're, we don't, we figure it out financially. Mm-hmm. Right. And so a lot of us, until we we make it big, we have other thrival jobs. Right. I, I don't like to say survival job because I'm, I'm not interested in surviving. I just I want to thrive. So right? You said thrival. Thrival. Right. And so we have other streams of income coming in. The folks that were crew, that's their they're full time. Yeah. And so them not being able to work, they were unemployed completely. When you think about and not only just the the, the, the crew, the people who are on the you know, in the in the industry, mm-hmm. there's also the security guards. There's also, you know, the the folks that are working barely making minimum wage that are on the sets to support the entertainment industry that were out of work. So this was it had a huge domino effect. And there was a lot of people out of work. There was a lot of people not able to put food on their table. And so I'm just I'm really, really excited for this to to, to come back uh, and to get back started. So that way we can put not only just the actors back to work, but everybody who is touched by this entertainment industry back to work. Yeah. A quick disclaimer here, along with many broadcast journalists, I am uh, a member of SAG-AFTRA, but we do negotiate under different contracts than TV and film actors do. So we were never on strike during this uh, this 118-day uh, period. So uh, winning better compensation for streaming, um, that was a big sticking point for the union. Charles, uh, National SAG-AFTRA President Fran Drescher spoke about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And we all know streaming, I mean, it upended the industry and was turbocharged because of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, what do you make of how much the industry has just changed over just the last handful of years? I love it. I absolutely love it. Why? Um, well, as a as a as a black content creator, it opens up the doors for how my content and other people of color's content can be consumed. 5 years ago before the pandemic, it was really hard to get film made, uh, productions made, especially smaller projects, uh, independent projects, because the the constant, uh, you know, cry from the top was, okay, we, we, but if we make this, who's going to consume it? How can we sell it? How can we make money from it? And the pandemic showed us and, and the influx of, of streaming platforms showed us that Content of, of, of color is, is actually... There's quite, a demand. It's a high demand. People want to see that. Exactly, right? And so there has been so many more um, um, predominantly black or black-owned or people of color-owned 
production studios that have opened up over the past couple of years, um, it's, which is really exciting for what content is going to look like over the next couple of years. Um, and, and not just for black content creators, right? Because the more we can all tell our stories authentically, the more we're going to inspire the next generation to speak authentically. Yeah, talk more about how the strike impacted the film and TV scene here in Chicago, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and more importantly, how uh, the labor contract will impact Chicagoans mm -hmm. in the industry. I mean, it brought us to a halt, just like everywhere else. And, you know, Chicago, um, so we have an organization in Chicago called the, um, the IPA, the Illinois Production Alliance. Okay. Uh, our executive director, uh, Eric Shadrone, or SAG-AFTRA's executive director here in Chicago, is the president of that organization. And that organization is all about making it possible to... Um, entice filmmakers to come to Chicago. And they have been doing amazing work, reworking our tax incentive, um, making sure that it's it's going to, uh, the sunset of that tax incentive won't discourage filmmakers from coming to Chicago to film. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, you know, it's, it's just, we've been seeing the influx of outside production coming to Chicago and giving actors uh, and artists an opportunity to, to do their job. Yeah. That came to a halt with this strike. Um, and and so it just impeded that progress it, 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 that, that we have been making. Um, so my hope uh, is that we bounce right back yeah. and, and we pick you know, all of that work and plus some um, backup as we return back. Yeah, I mean, it's been a huge year for labor rights yeah. across the board. So I'm curious, does this process change at all how you'll show up to support other striking workers in the future? We talked before about, you know, members of crew and such that were also out of work mm -hmm. um, alongside of you. Uh, I'm also thinking of an email we received this morning from a listener of our program who knew that we were going to be discussing this topic. Uh, She's a member of IATSE, mm -hmm. Studio Mechanics Local 476, and, uh, you know, was curious about whether SAG will stand up and support their negotiations uh, when their contract is up next year. Yes. We're there for y'all, okay? Because you all have been there for us. So let me just say I'm going to be on the line with you all personally. I'll be there. In fact... Um, right after I leave here, I'm going to be going downtown to stand on the line, uh, not with one of the, the entertainment industry uh, labor unions, but I'm going to be standing on the line with Columbia College um, PFAC, right? The uh, part-time adjunct professors, um, they're on strike right now. That's right. So I'm going to be marching with them shortly after this. Um, it, it's it, We got to stand in solidarity, y'all, uh, across labor unions because um, – that's that's what it's all about. It's all about strength in numbers and not just for that one labor organization, but for labor as a whole. We'll leave it there. That's Charles Andrew Gardner representing the local chapter of SAG-AFTRA. Thank you so much. And we wish you the best of luck now that you're back to work. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this episode. It was produced and edited by Landon Jones and Linnea Dominic. If you liked what you heard, rate, review, and hit subscribe on our podcast. Our feed is updated twice daily throughout the week and once on Saturday morning. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk again soon.
If you need a break from the news, WBEZ's Nerd App Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club. Listen to Nerd App wherever you get your podcasts.